I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So Wumi and I are very happy to be here. We are <laughs> equally tired, equally busy. And um, we're just going to get into it. You ready? Let's go. You ready? Me? Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go get them. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Bitch, Hove is exhausted, by the way. I'm sure he is. No, me. Shea Butter Hove. Okay. Because, <laughs> this, y'all, seriously, have you ever met someone who just <laughs> names herself? Who just does this? Who just continues to give her her own name? <laughs> And then if you could have seen the way that she just looked at me, like, <laughs> duh, <laughs> I'm hoes. Definitely. Because that's my clubhouse bio. <laughs> Shea butter hoes. Please shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> but uh, what's new in business? Well, first of all, you look really pretty. I love when you wear this kind of like naked shit. Thank you. It's so gorgeous. Thank you very much. Can we get into the socks that you've made me? Oh, you have beads by Wolves? Yes. Oh my God. Look at you. <laughs> you are just, you know, 40. Would you say 40 is the best year of your life? 40 has been, I mean, you know. Or one of your favorites? 40 has been a lot better than what I expected. You know, as a young, when you're young, and when I say young, I mean like low 20s, mid, early 20s is how it normal people say it uh when you're in your early 20s you feel like 30 is old and then 40 is just like <laughs> what are you what are we even talking about well, are you your life's basically okay. are you in the bed at 7 30 p.m but 40 has been 40 has been fun it's been enlightening for me I'm able to, I'm so much more comfortable in myself with myself um I can feel growth happening in so many different areas of my life um and yeah I just I just feel good I know that I'm surrounded by the right people because I don't I don't feel I don't have negative energy around me mm-hmm. and uh almost almost everyone around me is encouraging <laughs> and has like good ideas <laughs> almost everyone has good ideas please <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about, but the fact that you were being accurate as fuck, just say, well, not everyone I'm around, but most of what I'm around. Yes, yes. So (laughs) I I just, I feel good. Mm -hmm. And I feel good 
because uh, the people that I'm around or the people I have surrounded myself with are also feeling good about themselves and doing great things and they feel good. So, you know, yes, come on, 40. That's true. Everybody else can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> even on my worst days, I'm still good. Yeah. You know, I usually just need like 23 minutes to cry. I just need naps. I just, and I just need someone to feel sorry for me because I'm tired and I have a lot of things to do. And, you know, sometimes I just want to like a little baby pat on the back. And then I go about, thank you so much. And then I go about my business again. <laughs> yeah. 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 A pat on the back is important. It is. What the fuck is this movie? I don't know. He watches anything. He watches anything? He w- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bitch, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Hope is good. Hope is good. Okay, She's just tired. Okay. Oh, definitely. Definitely. <clears throat> you know, every time I say who but hope, I'm talking about myself. If you don't believe in yourself, who will? Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please send did you listen to getting grown today no i listened for the first time in a minute okay tasha hit me up and um she was like oh my god they're having this beautiful conversation about friendships and stuff on uh getting grown today and you know like i'm in the middle of a office binge or whatever so i'm like okay well what exact minute does it start at because i don't have time i'm not listening to the whole thing because i'm already season six you know, Joe just bought them out. Remember Joe? Um, um, yes. Lady. Kathy Bates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was that so good. Right. She was that so good right. as Joe. But anyway, so I was in the throes of that. But I listened to it and it was so good. It was talking about accountability, self-awareness, and knowing. In friendships? Yes. And just like, because her best friend was there. And uh, this her. girl named Toya. Oh, I'm sorry. Dr. Kia's best friend was there. Like, I'm like, you listen to it or something. Like, oh my God. Dr. Kia's best friend was there. A girl named Toya. I think she's analog girl. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so they were talking and um, Jade was there. And it was a couple of beautiful things that happened. Like I was crying like right with Kia. What? Because uh, Kia, Jade said something like, you know, let's pray or or something like that. And then Dr. Kia started talking about the beautiful thing about their relationship because Jade isn't a church girl, but she meets her where she is. And so Jade was like, yeah, you guys, like I've prayed before. I've prayed a couple of times. If she has something going on, I pray with her. I respect that. That was so beautiful. And then um, the best friend was talking about how like they had to, they were talking about how you can offend each other and not know it. But the thing to manage in the relationship is owning it and apologizing instead of saying, well, bitch, fuck you. That's how I am. I ain't mean it like that. You know, I ain't yeah. mean it like that. Why would you, why you even come in? Why would you come at me like that? Oh my God. We love why would you come at me like that? Why would you come at me like that? <laughs> but she, they gave a real life example because Toya was living in New York as well, I guess. And Dr. Kia would come to New York and hang out with like Fran and Jade and Dustin and all of them. And then Toya would see her on Snapchat, like, oh, bitch, you in New York and you didn't. And Dr. Key is looking at it like, oh, I just came up there real quick to see them. And I came back. So she didn't think anything of it, but it was hurting Toya because she's seeing it on, on um, the internet. And so then Toya, you Let know. Let me tell you something real quick. I already know. 
don't don't even let's please god Bitch, i will never be in high school and post me. it on the internet <laughs> don't it's a problem and what i also know it was not at that nail shop it was <laughs> was not there was not me why would i no i would no around you and not say anything <laughs> i would never yeah yeah and it just didn't even occur to her and so then they had the conversation and dr kia had to think about it like if Toya came to DC and I find out on the internet. She had brunch with some bitches. Yeah. And she was like, you know, we are each other's. She said they both don't have like big families. So they are family to each other. And so she was like, I had to really think about how I would feel if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> and so it wasn't even like a hurdle for them because of the open and honest communication and accepting that you may not see how something makes you feel and then just addressing your own shit because something else they said in there about how like you know you have to understand yourself well enough be aware of yourself and then have friends that understand you well enough to know like if you are a wife and you are checking in talking about your life and stuff you know you have to say I'm in a space where I want to be a wife and mother so I just have to check out when the conversation goes to this like I don't know who, maybe Dr. Kia was oh. speaking from her own perspective, but okay. just that thing where if you know you're about to be upset about where the conversation is going because it's going to trigger your thoughts to where you are in your life, let your friends know and then they'll understand why you might pull back in this point in the dialogue or in the chat or whatever. And I was like, damn, like that's some real shit. That makes a lot of sense. Because like the easy thing to say is... Oh, well, you know, I'm self-aware, so, you know, I'm not going to let it impact me. But that's not true. Things impact human beings. And I think it's likely unhealthy to be like, oh, I don't feel away because that's my girl. Because we're lying. Yeah. That's a that's a lie. I think it's okay. To, Even with a great intention, it's a lie. I think it's okay to feel what you feel. Mm-hmm. I think that you also have to, um, like, you can be in your feelings, but then also think about is this a real thing? Like, is this something that needs to be addressed? Is this something that I'm going through? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then once you realize, okay, like this, yeah, this is, I'm not just like, you know, sad today or, you know, in a mood today. Um, this is something that I want to address mm-hmm. and then move on from there, like address it that way. But I think it's very important to know who you are first or to have some type of self-awareness i always want to yeah. say fucking awareness is that gerard's fault it's gerard's fault he put this shit on a post-it on our fridge but you know as we talk about this i realize that i owe a friend an apology because every time she goes on a rant about wanting to be married and being upset about various things i always dismiss it like no you don't need all of that don't focus on that that's not really helpful. And I'm thinking about that right now. Oh. Yeah, like when I get aggressive with that, that's not really my place to say. Okay. You know? So I'm really glad you just said that out loud. Okay. Because even with all my crying and hooting and hollering and shit today, I wasn't thinking about how I may be hurting someone else who I I think I'm comforting, like you don't have to feel less than. Maybe let them sit in that feeling and move forward. Um, but the other thing that I really think 
Now I'm distracted because she's taking selfies. I'm trying to, you You can still talk. I am still listening. Selfies are distracting. To who? I just wanted you to finish choking or whatever the fuck was going on <laughs> so that you can look up and then finish talking. I cannot believe I lost my train of thought. I was so proud of my thoughts. You were, they were beautiful thoughts. You didn't have to stop. Oh my goodness. <laughs> when you see something happening in your perif- peripheral, peripheral, Ooh, I'm going to leave that alone. No, guess what? Can we blur that? We got a beep sound or something. <laughs> Sarita, while we're on this, can I tell you that what I realized that if a word is a derivative of vagina, I'm not going to pronounce it properly. That's what I learned today. That's what I learned. And I'm I'm embarrassed about it, but I also have to say it out loud so that it can never happen again. Because she said vaginal yesterday. And I said, what? <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, what is it then? Right. <laughs> and when she said vaginal, and I said, oh, you fucking idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> What's wrong with you? There is nothing more delicious than a know it all bitch to speak like multiple languages. <laughs> Say a word wrong. It's delicious. Oh my God. Oh, Smarty yeah. pants motherfucker can talk to all the servers in the Dominican Republic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Talking about vaginal. Oh my God. I love said, it. Uh, what? <laughs> I had to protect you though. I was like, I can't remember walking out in the world. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But when I tell you that I have to sit and think about it before this shit comes out, like what? are you really saying bitch what are you saying what are you trying to tell the world do you want people to think you're an idiot i remember when the, the strongest time i got corrected and i was confused about being corrected i said basil and alexa said what i said it's gonna be it's basil in it and she said oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but i was in my 20s so my whole life i was saying basil it's basil. Well, I know you know that. So wait, was it, did did you hear someone with a fancy accent say it? Like someone from a different country or something? I don't think I've ever heard that word. Uh, I only read it. That's the, and that's the problem with niggas that read. We don't really, we know the word. We can tell you the definition, bitch. Don't ask me to say it out loud. Don't, please don't. <laughs> because a lot of times when people are talking to me, I'm not even listening. So most of my words really are just from reading. Oh, harsh reality. I'm not gonna be able to change that either because I'm about to be 41. But um, the other thing I was gonna say is self-control is your superpower. The Tierra shit, the jump rope. Mm. That affirmation also is fantastic in the terms of self-awareness. I was thinking about all of this when I was listening to that conversation. It was a really, really good conversation. It starts at the 34 minute mark on that episode. But um. Have they started the birthday, um, not birthday, the graduations yet? I wouldn't know. Okay. I jumped in at the 34 minute mark. But um, I know it's getting close to that time. I don't know. I mean, I would sit through it this year because these people, like these virtual graduations, I know they're very disappointed that it's happening in Yale. He'd love to make noise. He'd love to do it. He'd love to do it. So, um, but I thought about that because of, you know, like that struggle I was having at work and I was getting more and more upset. But instead of 
acting crazy, I just kept talking to you and Al. And I controlled myself. And then lo and behold, the person was sick. And if I would have just wild the fuck out, I would look like an insensitive asshole. To a certain degree. Uh Uh-huh. Because that information could have been shared a lot earlier. And you're, you're still missing the information that you need. Yeah. So, it's true. so you were given a reason as to why that information is missing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's a valid reason, but also why, why did I have to wait after the deadline to get this information? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow because I'm excited to have a critical conversation and really talk about the importance of not taking what I say as a recommendation or suggestion. Um, Take it as an instruction and then give me feedback if it doesn't work out, but I already know it's going to, it's for a reason, right? But I I think the rub for me is when when my instructions are taken as suggestions um i don't know what kind of self-work i guess we've trans- transitioned into entrepreneurship but why do you oh i knew i knew this was coming why you couldn't just keep talking why did you have to announce that this is where we were because this is the difference between me and you <laughs> you can listen to a podcast with no fucking structure or agenda you can listen to people you listen talk, to joe right? budden and no, you're going to it's a structure bitch it's a structure and he's a psycho he you don't listen that's right but he says, like, if somebody changes the subject, he's like, oh, hell of a fucking segue. I guess we transition. Oh, <laughs> it's a structure. Okay, so, okay. How y'all niggas doing? <laughs> What's the most important thing? Did any music come out? Then circling back on current events, like, that are secondary, and then tertiary, and then they play their sleepers at the end. That's the structure. And so you can listen to those free-for-all podcasts. I need structure. I need to know what, like, like when I asked Tasha, I said, well, what's, what minute mark is it? Right? I just need to know, like, where I'm coming in on this because I can't deal with a whole lot of, like, banter and stuff um, with, with some shows, I guess I should say, because I guess I do a banter on ours. Do I? No. I don't feel like that's banter, though. <clears throat> well, you know, how are you doing? Which I thought you cared about. <laughs> no, I care about how you're doing, but I'm saying if I wasn't me sitting here, what I want to listen to, how oh, are you doing? Okay. You look pretty today, like all that shit. I would skip right through. Are you it. telling me I look pretty today? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I already told you. You look like um have I ever told you this? The girl, the woman that plays Tina Turner's older sister. <laughs> That's way too. Do you know who I'm talking about, Sarita? From from what's love got to do with it? I don't remember her older sister, or maybe younger. I barely remember her as a, a child. Remember she was the bar? She was a pretty good star skin lady. She wasn't. Oh yes, yes. I don't know her name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I'll find a picture. I'll find a picture. Uh, carry on. Yes. <laughs> But um, I don't know what the fuck we were talking about. So let's go into challenges and successes. You have any successes you want to talk about? 
can I talk about the challenges first? Sure. The lesson that has been learned from the challenges is that uh, Wu of Beats by Wu needs to slow the fuck down. Thank you. I need that. Thank you. Thank you. And that's not bad. Mutually <laughs> beneficial. <laughs> that was nice. I I need to slow down. Um in in the past week, let's say, I have missed some some deadlines. Where? I so okay, so I pop up at the spice suite <clears throat> and I have regular days right mm -hmm. so my my days are you can bring that over with yes thank you so much you're mm -hmm. a very kind lady mm -hmm. um so i'm i'm at the my schedule right now is first second and fifth fridays at the spice week what right <laughs> but i'm like oh fifth friday doesn't it only happens you know every couple months probably in the months that have 31 days, I'm sure, you know, th this is what I'm you never, myself. You never think it's gonna happen when it's actually happening. Bitch, I, I was tagged in a post that said, come see, um, I think it was Bree, come see Sam and Woomy. And I said, hey, <laughs> where, where's Woomy supposed to be? That was very Sherelle, hey. <laughs> You gotta hold your face. I said, I said, wait, this this is the second time this lady has posted has tagged me today. I said, is she wearing some beads? That's what I told myself. I was like, oh, she must be wearing beads. No, bitch, you're running her store today. Uh, after the second one, I looked at the fucking um I actually looked at the Instagram post and I was like, bitch, you are supposed to be at work today. At another job at your other job work confused lost in a daze. yeah it never even occurred to me that april would have five fridays in this month it never even occurred we don't keep up with the days and the months i think like you do a better job because you yeah sign into a day job but i i uh, this is when i really appreciated um the other Spice Girls who had my back and were like, hey, you're good. Don't worry about it. Because I was at another job. Mommy has three careers. I was at a whole different job. Like, okay, I'm going to do these things and, you know, I have things to handle here. Let me do that. And I, there was no way I was going to make it at the times that I was supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was I was very distraught because, Mommy, how did you miss this, right? And so as I'm beating myself up about that, <laughs> one of my customers is at the Zen studio because all of all of our customers overlap. We all, our, our people like everything that we do. We like what I'm wearing. This is bourbon. This is bourbon. Okay. Is bourbon oh my God. It smells good on me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Please, please proceed. I was like, if you move your arm again, I'm gonna say something. Okay. Yes, thank you. This is, I love these moments when I find out what I need to just, just add to the repertoire. Okay, so one of the one of our um, customers was in the store, and so I heard her talking to her, and so I was like, "Oh, hey, like you know, shooting the shit, like hey, tell her I said hey," <laughs> and then she mentions that she's going out of town, 
in like 12 hours. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. We had, I, I was supposed to deliver something to you for this trip. Can we can we please just sidebar and talk about what it was, or or do you want to just keep that? Okay, we can talk. We can talk about it. Okay, I would like to introduce this with Wumi has an extreme level of motherfucking talent, <laughs> an extreme level of talent because on your staycation, bitch, and you were describing the bead skirt. So this customer, hey Andrea, she has a tendency. She'll be like okay, well, what if you make some beads like this and then you add this and then you put it right here? Can you do that? I, I want that. Can you do that? And my what I want to say is no, because what? But then um, I'm like, well, let me try it. And so far it has worked. So she told me that she wants a skirt. And so I have been putting together a skirt couture and we'll you know we'll we'll see how this goes i'm excited i'm ready to see it on her body because i will we'll we'll see but yeah so she was supposed to have it for this trip and guess what she's not gonna have it on this trip but she was very much like oh girl please it's fine (laughs) it is okay Mm -hmm. don't worry about it I have plenty of beads already. It's not a and big she deal. Said they have and she plenty said, of trips to go on. And she she did say. Yes. She listen, people with sense understand and empathize with small businesses. People with sense, people with home training <laughs> definitely can empathize with small businesses. She knows how overwhelmed you are. That's why she, like I said, seeing her face through your reaction she was tortured because she heard you beating yourself up oh that that's just not the place the space that she operates in okay and this is a big spender she is so i want i hope you all caught that (laughs) (laughs) when you wild out and disrespect me over 18 dollars i can't do this especially when i've been transparent i will not be berated over an 18 dollar purchase but that's reality though, because she's a big spender with all three of us consistently. Uh, and she appreciates the gift because she was talking about how her husband is an entrepreneur as well. And he was getting on himself about something. Something happened to him that he couldn't control. And people started talking to him crazy. Like he does something in terms of like uh, things that you have to install in somebody's house. Mm-hmm. And the customer that he had just before his next appointment had a super old house. So you know, it took longer because of the wiring and the this and the that. So he hits the follow-up customer like, hey, I'm, I need to reschedule or, you know, just push the appointment back. And then they start dragging him about this is why I don't support small business. Da, da, da. Right. And so, you know, she used, what she was telling me was that she used us as an example of, no, I see how hard entrepreneurs work, especially when they have side hustles and it's just them and this and that don't get down on yourself like these things will happen and this is how you learn because there's no way that he could have known that his first customer was going to have a super old fucking house because you don't know that you need to ask that until until you come across it yes bitch this is the season of you don't know what you don't know and it's so beautiful to not 
walk into situations acting like you know everything. I'm so glad I shared that however long ago. I'm so glad I shared that. I walk into every fucking day with, I don't know what this might be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm, you were so <laughs> mad at me when I said that shit. I didn't like how you said Don't that. say my name like don't that. Don't say my name like that. <laughs> crazy bitch <laughs> don't say my name like that um but yeah i don't know i feel like i don't hey everyone i think that it is okay to say i don't know when you don't know say i don't know it but it doesn't end it i don't know say i don't know i will find out i will ask someone else i will ask someone who knows here are some recommendations. Yep. But it's okay to say, I don't know. Because Christina always, I always remember this one story she told about some teacher. He might've been at Wilson when we were there too, but it was a, a strange white male teacher. <laughs> That's what I remember for her description. And she said that he would just say in the class, does anyone have the courage to say, I don't know? <laughs> Is that where you got that from? Yes. Wow. Does anyone have the courage to say, I don't know? It's my favorite sentence. She says it all the time, y'all. I didn't realize that. And uh, I was like, that's so real. Because there's so much ego and, and face saving and all of that, that comes with engaging other humans. And we feel like it's a sign of weakness to say, I don't know. But, um, and that was the thing that they drilled in our heads in doctoral study too. It's okay to say you don't know because the whole point of this shit is Googling and researching to see what somebody else thinks about it. Mm. And then you think about what your thoughts are. Once you see both sides of an argument, then you can form an opinion. There's so much stuff that we don't know. So that's really beautiful. Let's talk about, because you brought up the Spice Girls, yesterday was incredible. It was such a fun day. It really was. We were drunk all day. Like all some, day. It was like being at an all-inclusive where you just start your day and we didn't have to drive. <laughs> we didn't have to drive. All we had to do was get to the bus on time. And we did that shit. We hey. <laughs> I was so pressed not to fucking trip up. I was standing on the sidewalk when she pulled up. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready. I have all of my when, things. When I pulled up, I said, oh, this bitch is really serious. <laughs> she was legit outside. Like she was waiting on the fucking bus. I wasn't going to fuck us up. Angel was not going to fight me. No one, want, no one wants that problem. She let the boundary be known. Hey, if you said yes, show up. You better be here. Show oh, up on this time. We are departing at 10. <laughs> she didn't even tell us that. She, she told us, to she day, told us right? 9.30. Yep, she sure did. And she was right to do it. She was right to do it. Because some of these lovely ladies... <laughs> Bitches <laughs> <laughs> was running on the bus out of record ah. 957. <laughs> Kim Ryan was like, bitch was flying down 295. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> Kim Ryan was exhausted. Bitch, you made it. <laughs> Angel knows us too well. Too well. She's been dealing with us for too long. <laughs> she, she knows what it is. I'm not telling you people the right time. Oh my God. Yeah, that's very true. I wouldn't do that either. I would not tell us the right time. But we went to, uh, we went on an all black, I'm sorry. 
a black owned wine store. Oh, Sarita, this might be of interest to you. Um, Fruits and Roots, have you heard of it? It's a black woman owned um, wine tour that uh, tours wine country in Virginia, like throughout Virginia. And she adds um, actual factual information about black history, slavery in Virginia, all of that. And you tour black owned uh, wineries, breweries, and you sip black owned beers and wines while you ride. Nice. That's really nice. Yeah, it was, I would strongly recommend it. Um, Suspend your wine knowledge and preferences. (laughs) I'm sorry, say say that again? She said, should we edit this? No. Okay. No, I think that if you, when you're booking, you can say what your preferences are. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that there was a mix of wines because there were so many of us that have different tastes. There were, first of all, there okay, were, okay. There you're were right, like you're right. 20 plus women who everyone has a different, um, <laughs> a different taste. Yeah. So yeah. some of us like sweet wines. Some of us do not, yeah. but there was a mix while we were on the tour because and there's no shade to sweet wine like there's a time and place for everything dessert wine whatever see, see how i said some of us but <laughs> some of us, we didn't have to go into the details yeah but like i don't i don't want a mango or a watermelon <laughs> wine i did the, i did the survey how about a chocolate and that's do you want a chocolate i did the survey and i said dry white you know but it was it was <laughs> absolutely lovely she when you get when you get on the bus she greets you and she's dressed as um a, a biracial freed slave from the 1700s right and her name was Ona something Ona Judge yes yeah like Look so it's you. like it's a whole lesson it was beautifully done and we were at Delaplane um Vineyard and um or winery whichever it's called I can't remember but what she told us like to the, they're there they're giving their spiel and then what she tells us on her microphone is that Delaplane Mountain um was renamed that but it was a place where it was like they, the newly freed slaves were living or something like that and it was actually originally called Africa Mountain and when she announced that shit it even shut the damn uh the hostess yes she didn't even have nothing for it and Delaplane, I believe, is Black-owned, but it was basically, it was run by white, like the Salamander, where it's Black-owned, but it's nothing but white people serving you. I enjoyed that, actually, mm-hmm. um, a lot, so. It was, it was lovely. And now, now we just, we have to go back. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful out there. And um, we also went to Bear Chase brewery which is also black owned beautiful way up the mountain i had never been up that high and um just what you can look out at as you sit and just drink it's so nice and they gave a tour and and all of that and gave a description of how the uh, they gave a description of the brewing process so we were in there with i don't know what they're called but the big old metallic contraptions that hold the <laughs> beverages. 
as they are being made. <laughs> so, yes. I'm laughing and shit, but it escapes me as well, bitch. Because <laughs> when he was talking, I was like, oh my God, I'm ready for another drink. What's going on? When he was when talking, I was like, I didn't sleep enough on the ride from the the vineyard to hear her. Yeah. So, okay, I'm supposed to pay it to, I'm supposed to be paying attention. All right. These, I are, watched. these are very large metal contraptions. Let's call them bats. We'll call them, we can call them a bat. Okay. Yeah. So um, I was like, oh, we're in this room full of these metal bats. This is great. And a dog. It was a dog in there too. Well, I didn't want to mention the dog because I know how you feel about animals. Very upset he was there. I had to, I had to put my body in the way to save my friend because my friend <laughs> my friend wanted I was to just gonna stay she was going to stay in the room she was just going to stay in there get this fucking monster out of here <laughs> and the dog was just like oh it's people hello people hello yeah. hello everyone mm-hmm. nobody asked for a beer dog no oh. nobody asked for that okay. at all but uh it was it was absolutely beautiful it was a beautiful day it was great energy and everyone was happy everyone was happy it was a bunch of exhausted <laughs> boss bitches that took a day for themselves it took a day for themselves that we all deserved i can't i can't speak for everyone from personal experience but a lot of these motherfuckers all your faves were there and they all worked very very hard all the time, all the time. building empires and so Angel treated us to a, a fabulous fucking day. And I hope we do it quarterly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Angel. Thank you. For yes. That. Because you know what? Everyone was so like giddy and just like, oh, this is so pretty. Let's take pictures. I like you guys. Let's take pictures. Yeah. Can we just have fun? Let's drink together. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here's how you get in the bathroom. On the bus. Yeah, it was. Oh, it because was we were on. We were on. What did you call it? The King's Dominion bus. Yeah, it was definitely the King's Dominion bus. So, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Because we rode from Jefferson to King's Dominion on those big ass charter buses. That's what we were on. It was so lovely. It was so lovely. And again, we strongly recommend Fruits and Roots Wine Tours yes. to anybody listening, yes. because that woman, that auntie, I forget her real name, but she's very serious about her wine. And she loves what she does. Like, I think she's, um, she was retired and she was watching a show or something. And then it like hit her to start a business called Fruits and Roots. It was something about either wine or black history. But I love that she is an entity that is making sure that Virginia does not erase us from um, history. the actual history. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, cause like my, my great, great grandfather he just got like maybe 10 years ago, we went out there because they just gave him um, a marker, like a headstone acknowledging his death. Was that the ceremony that I went to with you? Maybe. Okay. It was a long time ago and we were out at a cemetery. Yeah, they were just now acknowledging the black Confederate soldiers who were only Confederate soldiers because they had to feed their families and they were super mistreated as they fought to to sustain slavery (laughs) like it's fucking crazy and then for them to go through all of that and 
their their lives not be acknowledged until just 10 years ago is insane. But that is what Virginia is on hardcore, bitch. Hardcore. So it's, be- it's beautiful. So shout out to Fruits and Roots. I, I really love what she's bringing to the world. Um, also, where do we, I don't know what we were talking okay. about. Challenges and successes for me. You know, everything's great. We did the price, um, the rate increase. And um, I didn't experience any significant drop off. I appreciate that. I'm, I am grateful to my supporters and customers because uh, I wasn't really sure how that was going to go, but I knew that it did have to happen. So it happened and we're good. Um, challenges is just communication on my part. I have to engage in some critical conversations, like I said, and I'm, I'm not afraid to do that. A lot of my Adama training is coming in handy because I always remind myself, even when I feel nervous about what I have to say, I don't owe you kind, I owe you honest. And then that's how you sleep at night. So hurt feelings aside, I mean, hurt feelings or not, um, the communication has to be clear. And what I, new shit I have coming out is MILF. MILF comes out for the boobies um, Friday. Can you show us again? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the wine, bitch. It's hit me hard. I cannot have wine and hydroxy cut again. I cannot do it. I cannot do it. You see, I can't even finish my fucking dinner, bitch. I'm just... Oh, okay. <laughs> That's I didn't get to burn it off with no exercise. So, oh, okay. so um, yeah, but MILF is coming out on Friday. CBD foot cream is coming out. And also, um, you can't use CBD, right? You're not using it? Okay. But it also grows your hair. So I'm working on a hair cream, like a leave-in conditioner. And you can use the honey in your hair also, but I'm thinking of just adding. Can I tell you that I've been using the honey in my hair with these braids? Can I, You want me to show you what I do? Can I show you? Yeah, Do please. you mind? Okay. It's my favorite thing to do. Okay. Look at this. Don't this bitch look 12? Y'all both look amazing with braids. Yeah, thank I you i accept okay so look i do like this oh my god i need a video and then i do on the edges look at this this is why every time i post this hoe eight thousand views minimum every time look at that look at that you see the glisten yes i see the glisten and i know it smells good it does oh my god Okay, you are just, I love it. Mm. I did this actually on video with Patrice. I was trying to get dressed today Mm because I told you I've been moving all fucking day. But uh, so we were having our meeting and I was like, I I have to get dressed. So anyway, she was like, so wait, you really use the honey in your hair? I said, "Uh, yes. Everybody better. I said, I also use the butter. I said, sometimes like, especially when I have like my hair out, I would just get some butter and put it on my hands and just rub it through you have to because why not your hair loves it it's so serendipitous that you say this because i just posted this morning about using the butter and shit in your hair because it's, it's so good for me i it. do it mm. i do that's nice what honey is that this is bourbon street oh that's what you have on yes yes mm, okay mm. well yeah keep that yeah but um thank you <laughs> so, so yeah we've got that so we've got the the hair growth uh the hair serum coming out i won't say i won't promise growth but i will say that my side shave i've been uh personally testing it look look how it's been growing it's so fucking long and um i'm gonna keep growing it out 
but I put the CBD oil, the flower power honey on it every day. And there's two ways that it could be working. Like it does that whole thing where it stimulates your scalp, blah, 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 right? But the other thing it also does is reduce stress. And a big thing that makes our hair fall out is stress. And so it's got two ways that it's encouraging and stimulating hair growth. So there's so much beauty in CBD. I cannot believe I slept on it this long. I really can't. But, you just um, have to be in the place to actually um, appreciate it. And that the pandemic. It had to ha- it had to happen at its own time. Yep. You couldn't force your way into it because you wouldn't love it as much as you do. Yeah, I do because the foot cream is so nice. I wish you could try that stuff out. Her career give, is give me her. four years. Yay. Damn. But yeah, the foot cream is coming out as well. That comes out on the 14th because I got to wait to make sure the labels physically show up before I can put it online. Okay, come on. <laughs> um, but now rebrand is out too. Excuse me. But yeah, so that's enough entrepreneurship. What's the real life stuff we're talking about? Okay. Handmaid's Tale. <gasps> okay, first of all, when does the next episode come out? Because we have. Oh, God. Oh, what? Because you know they gave what? us they gave us three episodes at once. Right. But you know it's just one episode a week. They wouldn't do that. Are you sure? Oh my god, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. That shit was so good. Let's discuss it as a family. Sarita, do you feel like talking about it with us? Sure. So good. It was. I, I watched the first two episodes twice. I just, I wanted to catch what I might've missed and I'm so glad that I did. And there's some pieces I don't 100% understand still, but it's so good. I just really have to ignore. And tell me if y'all feel this way too. Do you feel like you have to ignore that you know anything about black history? Because it feels so Harriet Tubman. And I'm yeah. like, okay, listen. It, yeah, it's, it's very much We can't right. keep making this woman Harriet Tubman. Yeah. She's absolutely using the Underground Railroad. Yes. And like, I get it, but also, you know. That, it makes it weird to watch. So I have to suspend that reality. Yes. I'm saying suspend a lot So that you can, okay. So that you can enjoy the show for what it is. Yeah. Like, we can, um, there's something for you to address or people care about. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. I don't. this is not on silent. I apologize, y'all. I apologize. Um, I'm better than this. <laughs> so, um, next. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's difficult to. <laughs> it's it's di- if you if you try to use like actual history. Yeah while watching the show and then you're watching these white people this specifically these white women that's hard man. it's like oh 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 that's hard oh, y'all y'all been through some shit oh is this difficult for you yeah. huh. but i do like this like spin that's happening on the show where they're like well you know june just acts and she doesn't think about repercussions mm-hmm. and how it's it's this season feels like it's going to be all right june you you got all this shit wrong now what bitch. this is what it is now what are you going to do mm. bitch i was so sad when they were on that uh whore truck 
the red one. I was like, I know we're not about to go to the Magdalene compound or whatever. Magdalene, yes. Magdalene colony. Yes. But they shut that shit down. I loved it. I felt it. I felt excited, like in my soul. How when long I saw did them that looking at each other? But how long did that excitement last? Hey, I'm still excited. It's better to die free than die at their hands. At least trying to be free. Especially if you get hit by a train, that's instant, bitch. You're not landing you didn't suffering. Even feel it. Yeah, you didn't feel it. You just out. You just and don't. they so they the last thing that they felt, if we think about it, is it's joy, like the joy of, of freedom. And adrenaline, they didn't feel that shit. So that was beautiful. That was so beautiful. But um June, June struggling not to kill Aunt Lydia, Aunt Lydia. I hope Aunt Lydia has a change of heart. I, I wish that for her. When when we got her backstory, mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, this bitch is for the streets. Like you can't save her. Yeah, you can't. She, does, she doesn't want to be saved. The way that she acted, the way that she threw that uh, lady, that nice lady, that single mom who was just trying to make things work for her son or her child. I don't remember if it was a son or a daughter. But the way that Aunt Lydia just felt offended, so she decided to fuck this lady's life up. I said, there's no saving this lady. She doesn't... Oh, you know what I'm sorry. Yeah, like she does She does not care about individuals. She cares about herself. She's a white lady. She's an older white woman. So she is operating in that space of what makes me uncomfortable has to go. It, it hurts to see that because that really is a reality. It really is the reality. It's not all of them. But it's it, hard. It, it's it's hard for me to understand what Lydia worships. Is it the white man? Is it Jesus? Is I I don't know where. Ooh, like like which, is she a pick me? Oh, she's a pick me. She's mm. a pick. Okay, wait. So remember when? What oh. was it? Was it the first episode? where she was in front of that like panel of fucking men. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, one of the men said something that offended her. Like you saw her kind of shift in her seat. Right. You but thought then, we thought it offended her. Well, it offended her, but not in the way that we thought. Yes, yes. So it offended, we thought it offended her. Like, first of all, don't talk about women like this, but no, she was like, no. My girls are good, except for this one. Right. This one is the problem. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let me fix that one. Oh, the first episode of this season. Yes. Yeah. You guys have left me in the dust. <laughs> I'm with us now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, but yeah. So yeah, there's no saving her. That lady, she just has to die. That's it. Um, and she feels, I think that she feels offended that her girl June like you know or you know mm-hmm. she doesn't call her June but mm-hmm. um that this person who she like <laughs> raised up supposed to supposedly or whatever she pleasured her thank you yes mm-hmm. she did <laughs> but she's been doing everything opposite of what they want mm-hmm. so she's like oh no I have to make this right but not because um you know like women's rights or you know women should be treated <laughs> like human beings. That's Not because of that, but just because these men gave me an assignment. Can we talk about the daughter, Hannah? Ooh. That was heartbreaking. 
I mean, all the kids for real. Yeah. Yes, because the, even that little boy, that little yeah. boy was like, yeah. I don't, I don't want this food. What the, what is this? <laughs> that shit is crazy. But it felt like, okay, what was her name? I don't, I don't know that lady's name. The, the Martha who was in the house with, um, Rita. Is that, is that her name, Rita? You talking about the black one? Yeah. Mm. She misses it too. Mm. Did y'all get that feeling or is that just me? That's interesting. I, I didn't, but I'll pay attention. I feel like, not like, not in that she wants to be um, in a position where she can't control anything. Mm-hmm. But I think that she had gotten so used to that life. Yeah. You know what I got? It's like someone was released from jail. You're happy. You're free. But like, where do you belong now? How How do you operate after mm-hmm. this? What does freedom feel like? Right. What does it look like every day? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. She you're was right. sad to watch. Because even when she, when she was speaking to that crowd of people, mm-hmm she was uncomfortable she was like okay i'm gonna say the right thing thank you so much to june she freed us she really cares where are the handmaids oh. <laughs> i'm gonna ask you again Bitch, that torture session oh my god oh my you know i could not even look i had to turn it down when i saw they had her fingers i was like i just don't i don't even want to hear the sound I can't deal with like fingernail stuff. That oh entire situation. Oh. And the fact that they could do it with no conscience. They can thank God for this ceremony they have to perform. That man. Did he punched her in the fucking torso? Oh, that shit was crazy. It's a good ass show. Again, if you suspend all knowledge of black history and culture and slavery you could really enjoy this show it would be super innovative so so yeah my only struggle is um wait what i don't know what that is Listen, that's a doberman pharaoh i this, can't this looks like some pharaoh's you watch yeah and i probably should be watching it but i'll watch it another time so what else is on the docket where the fuck is this is us what are they are they on hiatus again who approved that? I think the season is over. Is it is the season over? It can't. I'm be. I'm not sure. I know a lot of shows have taken breaks this week, so I'm not sure. These niggas are two weeks behind. They <laughs> left us with brotherly love. That was a fantastic episode. Did we discuss it on here? I don't think we did. You guys, that episode was so good because every time you think, oh, they just gonna do a little bit, like they're gonna let Kevin get away with it like that. No. That shit really got to the root of some things that I think offered some discussion points and some real self-reflection for a lot of people. Because there's a lot of people that are Kevins and don't know it. You're 100% correct. But you have more experience in that world on a daily basis. Um, yeah, these, these the people who feel like I'm seeing the right thing mm-hmm. and it's like okay what's under that what is the rest what is how you really feel what is how you really feel and this is not even about um like uh, assigning blame but 
if we can talk about how you really feel, we can get you to a better place. Mm-hmm. If you if you honestly want to be in a better place, but I need to know how you honestly feel. Don't tell me what you think sounds good. Right. Because what you think sounds good, I can see through. And I want to, I want to respect you. I want to respect this dialogue. I want to continue caring about you. Mm-hmm. So just be honest. I operate in a place from let's we have to start in honesty, right? Mm-hmm. What is this? What is it? And then let me figure out if it's something I can deal with or not. I think there's a this culturally, socially in general, there's so much discomfort with just ripping the band-aid off for fear of what's on the other side. And there's not enough conversation about how easy it is on the other side. do you want to well, situate no. your breasts just take a second and do what you know okay so so it's difficult for me well not difficult but i was raised in a completely different way from that yes, so the people that i was raised by don't give a fuck about your feelings mm-hmm. as a family they don't, don't give a single like not even <laughs> i've been laughed at in my face when i came to observe Ramadan. i came on woomi's behalf because she was also military shit and i said hey i'll i'll be the woomi today i'll be there to do this with you guys i love y'all so much i got clown like shit at that table i ate the food wrong i mean if it tasted good to you that's all that it really, really did and that's all that mattered that's to me was really so matters. i could still taste it that's what yeah. she said. Okay. But no, really. Mm. <laughs> she says every flavor. Yes, because <laughs> the flavors are layered. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, okay. So yeah, so that's that's the thing. I'm used to direct communication. Direct communication. Mm-hmm. I am telling you exactly what it is. So I think that's why I get confused at um when people like talk around things and I've learned to I understand that some people need that I have tried to (laughs) I have tried to fill that space in that way it does not come naturally. It's an absolute effort. And I don't know that I actually make it all the way through in that. But uh, the point is, the may, point. May I share where you yes. demonstrate value? Thank you, please. You demonstrate value because you have so many Black American, we're going to call it what it is. Africans are super fucking direct with no fucking man. They don't give a fuck about manners. They give a fuck <laughs> about honesty. You need to know what you weigh. You need to oh, know. God. Whether or not you're married, you need to know it all. (laughs) It's what it is. But you have so many Black American friends and we are all, I don't, I have not yet met an African American friend who has not been raised in an environment of passive aggression. Okay. And a way to communicate things, except for Gerard. Gerard is definitely the exception. He definitely is. He does not carry any of that but the art of passive aggression and how ladies are supposed to communicate to each other and even men this is why so many men are cowards and ghosts because of that 
you know, socially acceptable behavior, which you shouldn't, shouldn't say, blah, blah, blah. You demonstrate value because you always bridge that gap. Even if it takes a second to adjust to what you say, you always say like, well, hold up, what are you really saying? What you're really saying is this, right? Okay, so just, this is what she's saying to you. And it, but it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's actually a breath of fresh air because the dance that we do around each other as black Americans, and you know, don't fight me if you don't agree, I don't give a shit. I'm just talking about my experiences, but the dances that we do around each other, like I have gotten so much more comfortable at 40 with having direct conversations with friends because it took me this long to realize that living in my truth is what matters and not being socially acceptable, but that was beat into my head from being very young. And that's why I used to be so embarrassed about being awkward and you know, socially just not there. I would be embarrassed about it and ashamed because that's, I was raised, you have to behave this way, you have to engage people this way, you have to do this, you have to do that. And a lot of it was about not being your authentic self for, self, for social and self, social acceptance, not self acceptance. It's the opposite of that. But yeah, so it's refreshing to have you in various circles for that reason. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. This conversation is all over the place, bitch. But I feel like there's so many healthy things being said. I think you're right. Thanks. Yeah. I, I, and I, honestly, <clears throat> I think that this is part of why people listen to us. Because we give a, a different level of um, authenticity. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So our friendship is genuine and true, but it's also not easy. Right? Or it wasn't easy getting here, but we're here. Yeah. And we're staying here. Probably. We're probably going to do it. <laughs> fucking around. I'll kill her. I will kill her. No, I'm just, I'm just fucking around. But no, I, that's, that's really, that was a lot of my boohooing with the getting grown episode because it was, it was so much that it, they were being so authentic in that conversation about like the things that you have to really think about in yourself and who you are. And I know sometimes I get on your nerves with the, I can be overly critical of myself. I know that I'm aware of it. I'm in a season right now of anxiety. And you know how you have to think about like who the voice is when you have those critical thoughts and stuff? Who is this that I have told myself is talking to me like Yeah, this? but you know who mine has been recently? Me. Your own voice? It's been me. It's been me from when I first became self-aware. And I criticized wow. myself so much from that space. And I don't. I'm still working through what that's saying to me because even how hard I was on myself about wearing rain boots and it didn't rain. I was really hard on myself about that. Like you were, and I was you, like, it's okay. Why did you wear the wrong shoes? Why did you do like, I, and I don't even know why, but I had to really sit and think like, okay, what's happening here that has shaken you to your core like this, where, where the negative thoughts and the critical thoughts that you have are coming are from leading. your own voice. Um, and I think it really, I think what really rocked me was the, uh, the numbers. I think that really shook me. And so what I have to do every day is pay 
super close attention to what I'm saying to myself, why I'm saying it to myself. The office is on replay because I can't watch like BoJack in this space because I will spin out in a negative way. The office I know keeps me happy and soothes my anxiety as opposed to feeding it. And so um, I just have to keep shit happening around me that's positive so that, excuse me, I can get out of my head. Because even though on the surface, I think I forgave myself for those mistakes, in the back of my mind, I think I'm still replaying. But you already knew you were supposed to do that. Are you, are you writing this down? Are you like taking notes about this? Not really. Have you ever journaled? Like, is that something that you have um, done for yourself? I used to do it a lot. But this year, I haven't done it much at all. Maybe sporadic things that come to my mind, and I'll do like a different, like a new note in my notes app, but not like real journaling. This this sounds like you might need to write it down, like with, with your hands, not even type it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, write it out and see how that helps you at all, especially when you're able to go back and read it and say, okay, this is where I was on this day. And then like four days from there, this is where I was, you know, um, that might, that might help you a little bit. Yeah. You know what else I think will help when I just become a millionaire and can really take space because I take on so much stress at work and I'm working to offload that stress, but that transition is proving to be stressful for me. And I think another piece of me beating myself up is when things fall through the cracks that I try to prevent, somehow I go back to myself of, well, this is what you should have done differently, blah, blah, blah. But it's a lot of stuff that you just, you don't see coming or the most you can do is say, hey, this is coming. I have a question. Yes. Do you feel like having, uh, like if you reach a certain amount of money in your bank account, that's, do you feel like that's going to stop this mental process that you have? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. So I have a goal. I'm not doing this forever. Right. So I have a financial goal with this and then to get it like off, to get the training wheels off and it can do its own thing. Mm-hmm. And then I can spend my time enjoying leisure and like my philanthropic interests. So I'm just trying to get to that place so I can offload this. Do you, do you feel like that's really going to happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm already ready to not do it. Okay. Um, okay. I feel like this is, um, this is something that I enjoy, something I want to bring into the world, but it's not something I want to work for anymore. It's time to transition it to working for me. And so once I get like a certain amount of staff, revenue, and just have it, having it be a well-oiled machine on its own, that's the whole goal of this, like the shit with the thumbprint and everything, is to get it to be a well-oiled machine. So there's an option to check into it. It's still bringing value to the world, but I can bring value to the world and to myself in other ways. So I guess my question is, even if, when you, when you shift from Zen and Ajahn, Mm -hmm. 
there's going to be something else. I don't, I don't feel like you are the kind of person who will just, your brain moves too much. Mm-hmm. Your brain moves too much. So when it's not in a jar, it's going to be something else. If you're teaching as a professor, even if it's just a random class here and there, you're going to throw yourself into that class mm-hmm. and try to make it the best fucking class that anyone has ever participated in. Like it's it's your nature. Mm-hmm. It's your nature. Well, the next thing I intend to take on is adoption. Mm. And so I'm really trying to get this shit up and running so I can really focus my resources on adoption. And because I don't children. I yeah, I don't just want to adopt one child, but I want several that are like Josephine Baker. She did? Mm-hmm. I did not know she did that. I only knew her sexy stuff. Oh my God. Okay. Amazing. I'll Google it tonight. You just put me on. But yeah, I want to adopt several children that are older um, in the system and invest resources in giving them the best life and love that they may be thinking about right now and think that it won't happen for them. That is my goal. And I think about them all the time. Um, Oh, so look at you. Oh. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I, I think about whether or not, you know, that child is, is sad or feels like, is this what my life is going to be, et cetera. So I've been doing my research and stuff because I want to get the ball rolling on that. And it would just be really nice to be a multimillionaire. While doing it. Yeah. And just welcome the child and just show them love. And they're going to need therapy and all these different things and And you're going to have the processes in place yeah yeah and the and the resources is going to be an adjustment but it would be so good to to help someone who has to who who may feel they have to grow up the help Mm -hmm. and can um benefit yeah from the help definitely definitely because it in some ways it feels like i'm continuing my dad's work because of how he would not like leave the school system because it was so fucking crazy. It was atrocious, right? But he couldn't part with them because he was like, well, who's going to care about these kids if I leave and go to Loudoun County or Fauquier or whatever? Um, so that's my ultimate goal. It is. How do we get here? get here? I don't know. So if anyone listening has like adoption resources and shit like that, please feel free to send them to us because I'm definitely seeking that information um, as I build up my business. That is my next step for sure. Who else is on the agenda? Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) And J-Lo. Oh my God. I'm not even mad at that though. I'm not. What is your take on that? I, I haven't read anything about it, but I always thought they were so cute. Oh, God. Like, Jenny from, from the that Block. that video. Jenny from the Block is one of my favorite songs. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> and I knew, it, was I knew it was that. I knew it was the fucking video. It was one of her greatest eras. Is this shit not good? It's not. It's, it's not. It's okay. some, yeah, if your butt hits it, that's why I just sit over here all the time. Because my butt used to knock it out the wall every time. Oh, my butt is so big. It knocks stuff off the wall. Is that what you're saying? Yes. 
<laughs> um, okay, so I guess the the real issue, the real reason that people have um, opinions about this relationship is because she's going back to someone from her past. How do you feel about revisiting exes? Give a shit. Okay. I mean, to me, they're all dead. All my exes have died. But but not some people's but exes, not in real life but some some people's exes are still alive i know yours are she loved exes I, <laughs> they're all like best friends they can go get a beer like it's the weirdest shit i mean i just be like he's still with us every time any That's ex i saying. have has been blocked like it's not mm. even like they had to do me dirty i just if we're not together you die i don't need to see what's going on in your life i don't care that your niece is 12 you know what i'm saying <laughs> And you shouldn't care that mine is 12. Whereas I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I hope I hope everything is great. I enjoyed drinking with you. Let's go drink. Don't touch me in this way. But we can go hang out. And then out. she never understands why her exes <laughs> will still try to fuck her. Like, I just, I never get it. Every time she does this. I'm like, oh my God, can you believe that this motherfucker said this to me? We're friends. Bitch, he's not your friend. Stop being 11. God, it's so frustrating. Please, you can always tell a sheltered bitch. Oh. Whereas I'm just like, I mean, we went past this, right? We went past it. <laughs> that was back then. We're not doing that anymore, he right? Does not miss your friendship. <laughs> join us, adults in the real world. Please. <laughs> I know Tasha is cackling at He this. might miss our friendship. No, nobody misses your friendship that fucked you before. Oh my I'm sorry God. to just tell you Santa is not real. <laughs> this is happening. You're 40 years old and learning this. I'm sorry to do this to you please there is someone that is listening to this that feels like i feel like no we can still be okay mm -mm. that shit is crazy oh. just think about your circle think about your immediate circle how many of your friends in your immediate circle immediate of two yeah are, but y'all y'all are mean are friends with their exes but y'all are mean <laughs> Y'all, you know, because everyone likes to tell me that I'm mean. And I'm like, you know, I'll take that. I don't care. Right? But y'all are mean. That's what she said. I'll take that. I don't okay. care. Yeah. But I'm just like, no, it's okay. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Oh, you want to get a drink? Let's go get a drink. But also, how's your girlfriend? Because I saw that you, <laughs> you, you had a couple posts about that, that lady. She seems like a nice lady. Mm -hmm. So you you know, keep Ooh, that over there. I didn't post anybody. What are you talking? That's oh, what they do. Yeah. Well, they'd be like, why are you bringing up? Oh. And that's when I'm like, <laughs> why are you right. bringing up current shit? Well, go ahead and give me this other drink and these wings. And then <laughs> Yeah. I'll see you in like, you know, six months or so. She likes that. I don't I don't get it at all. I don't get it. Well, all right. There's something else to ponder on. Um, so yeah, so JLo and and this this man are supposedly together. I mean, JLo has had like thirteen husbands. 
It doesn't matter. She okay. loves who she loves. She's Let, like a yes. million dollars. Enjoy her life. Let her do what makes her Ben Affleck, it. you know, he, he has been trying to make life work and it has been falling apart for him left and right. But yeah. I hope he doesn't burn up all her money gambling and shit. Excuse me. Well, I mean, I don't think she'll she'll give him access to her money. That's true. That's a very smart woman. Yeah. She looks way too good. And she's been through... Not, oh, God. That was rude. She has been with a lot of very, very wealthy men. And I feel like she's learned some lessons in that. Yeah, but I, I feel like sometimes I watch people get in relationships and I feel like when they break up, like you didn't know this wasn't going to work out. But Alex Rodriguez, she she had to have known that wasn't going to work. Anyone with the <laughs> internet knows that that wasn't going to work out. Well, you you don't really know. You don't really know. Because what you like to say... What Wumi likes to say is, maybe you have grown up, like you're an adult, right? You are a benefit of the doubt as a bitch. You're very, you're accurate with that. Definitely. Definitely. Well, yeah, I'm like, well, maybe, because it's a, it's a maybe. Like, just because you might grow doesn't mean people around you will grow. I mean, that's, that's what. Especially not men. Has been evident because. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these people, I'm like, oh, you really. Oh, you're still there. It's it's still 98 for you. I got it. Okay. I that was it. a very long time ago. But mm. all right. Uh yeah. Did you see that um Bill Gates and his wife are divorcing? No, but that makes sense. I mean, Bezos they split so. before he died. Yeah. Oh no, Bezos is still here. Who's the one that died? Who died? Uh Did Bill Gates die? The Apple one. Wozniak. No. The one who was always in a black turtleneck. So what you're telling me, this is bad, but fuck it. I don't care. Bill Gates is not black turtleneck. No. Okay. And Steve Wozniak is also not black turtleneck. He's no. second runner up. Black I mean, you're talking about Steve Jobs. Jobs. Oh my God. Okay. Who's Steve yes. Wozniak? Wozniak is who Kathy Griffin used to date. <laughs> He's also very rich. Very the fuck rich. Steve Wozniak is who Kathy Griffin used to date. Yes. Did he Do wear a black turtleneck? No. Oh, God. I don't think his neck was... I don't think a turtleneck would have done his neck. Why? Justice. I just did that on a podcast. That was very honest. Okay. Um. Great. I'm sorry that they're breaking up, but everybody's rich. Everyone is rich. They're both, Honestly, they're both like, super rich. Like, like, so wait, y'all, y'all really just steady. You rich motherfuckers really got problems. How do you, I feel how like you, not, you, have, have your own you have enough money that you don't have to speak to this person anymore. Right? So you could just be like, I don't live here. I don't, I don't live, live here anymore. anymore. I'm going to take these couple billion right here and go start a new country <laughs> and everything is fine. I'm not leaving St. Croix. It could have been the pandemic. Serena, these motherfuckers have <laughs> houses, like the places You're that right. they live. Like their, their own quarters are or someone's house you know what i'm saying yeah like my my bedroom 
is someone else's living room and kitchen and bedroom and bathroom. Mm-hmm. Right? So during this pandemic, when you're home, you're not out or whatever. Also, you could just get on a fucking plane because you have your own plane. You probably have like 14 jets. Mm-hmm. Tuesday jet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what mm-hmm. the what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Honestly, I promise you, I just want someone to give me the amount of money. A small amount of money, what, what, what seems like a small amount of money to them. Give me that money so I can figure out what you rich people problems are. What are the problems that y'all have as rich, rich? What are your issues? The landscaper never arrives on time. Um, so infidelity is. I don't know. I no, no. Okay, let's 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 be let's be very serious about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you have millions of dollars, and okay, and I'm saying millions because I'm not even talking about I, I'm not talking about this couple specifically um because they have billions of dollars at their dis- at their disposal mm-hmm. but when you have millions of dollars at your disposal are you are you really concerned are you are you even together because you feel like this person is only in love with you or only wants to be with you First of all, Kevin Samuels said that high value men deserve to cheat, but I'm not even I'm not even rocking with that. But listen, but you just do you said remember? That out loud? Oh, he, he said it, not me. Not me. Oh God. But dregs. Oh, he he's the dregs. Dregs. He's the dregs. Like I had enough of going all the way down the rabbit hole with him. He had some funny stuff, some good points. But, two weeks ago, you left him. No, 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 but I told you then. That I didn't think he was that intelligent when he started talking about how men didn't need women because they could have the brothel following them in wartime and didn't realize that those are still women. Fucking so yeah, man. he's got his own damage and shit, right? But, bitch, who is that comedian? I can think of his name. I can do this. He's really funny. And he had a show that was like one or two seasons on NBC. But he had that- Carmichael. Gerard Carmichael. We work very well oh together. God. We are a team, bitch. That's it. Oh, he's doing the garbage. Okay. But, bitch, he had that bit on his stand-up special about how, like, if he was married to Beyonce and how he might let Beyonce cheat on him. And he's like, what if he was married to Beyonce and she's just, like, sitting there breakfast eating her eggs, like, fuck you, nigga, I'm cheating on you. <laughs> you gonna leave Beyonce? What are you doing? <laughs> What are you going to do? <laughs> did you ever see that shit? I did. It was so I funny to me. Very much. I really do. He's very funny. Also, but honestly, I'm like, he's funny, but I don't know that I want to deal with him. Oh, you would never. Like, <laughs> you would never. It wouldn't work mm-hmm. if we were like trying to be in a relationship. Mm-mm. I'd be done. Nigga, I will. He's got too many opinions, first of all. I can't handle a painted ass man like that. I will burn this shit to the ground. Like Michael Scott said, we will burn Utica to the ground. If you have a hair on Stanley's head, we will burn Utica to the ground, bitch. <laughs> Don't you fucking do it. 
No, but I feel like that's when what I saw your candles. Oh, this all I thought was people burned you to get to the crush. I got so much, so many responses to that fucking post. So many people like, wait, hold on, are you crazy for real? Also, I got a lot of fans. I got a lot of yes, this is absolutely correct. I'm still in this. I'm yeah. posting this, and I'm like, well, you know, yeah. I wanted to comment on it, but I was busy dying for the COVID vaccine. <laughs> Serena almost died, bitch. Friday and Saturday were the worst days of my life. It's okay. You were dying. The worst it. days of my life. <laughs> that shit hurt worse than when I had real COVID. It was so bad. This bitch said real COVID, guys. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like it's not like a synthetic COVID. I don't know. I, I'm not that kind of doctor. I don't know that stuff. What is it on the news? This nigga said, I'm not that kind of doctor. Let me put my body wash in this fucking bag. This is going for me, ho. <laughs> Beautiful label and all. Thank you very much. Thank you. But yeah, that shit, that shit put me on my ass. I was really hurt. Well, you saw me yesterday. I was not myself. You, but you were I'm better. Before yesterday. You were better. You were better. Mm-hmm. On Sunday? I was very, I, was, I, I asked your husband, I said, um, Mr. Al, how is your wife? Is she all right? What is going he on? He told me you texted him asking for the truth. And because, I was like, I saw her how I feel. He was like, well, you know, sometimes when he checks in with me because he wants to know what's really going on with you. <laughs> I was like, all right. That's fine. Have your own relationship. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. Me and Mr. Al have our own relationship. <laughs> That's what you get for putting us together. I'm glad, bitch. It could be worse. Niggas whose best friends she, and husbands do not get along. She is That's a she personal lo- help. She loves us so much because she'll be like, oh, I didn't feel like being bothered today anyway. Mm-hmm. So you motherfuckers go and watch whatever the fuck y'all feel like watching. Talk whatever whatever sports shit. These niggas like. love Redskins and Grease. I'm sorry, we don't say Redskins anymore. But when they first became close, Redskins was still a thing that we could say. We used to go and watch the game. We went and watched the game together. I left a date <laughs> to go watch the game with Mr. L. And that motherfucker was on my phone like, excuse me, I thought we was... <laughs> no, we're not. I'm watching this with somebody else. That means more to me than you do. So now what? Yes. The way y'all love sports in Greece is insane. Musicals are stupid. But I'm glad you guys enjoy that together. What about what out <laughs> another stupid Dream Girls was the worst. Beyonce played the shit out of me. But Dream Girls is on, I think it's on HBO Max. And I was like, shit out of me. You should not. <laughs> because Beyonce lied to me. She didn't lie to you. She did. She was like, Beyonce has never lied to you when it comes to acting. She's never lied. She she has lied about how much their role meant to her. Because she was like, Yeah, you know, I wrote songs and I was inspired. No, you were not. You were not inspired by this role. That was her lost her mind, lost your mind era. That was lost your mind, you bring your alarm. That motherfucker been cheating on her the whole time. He always been trash. He knew it. And now when he he grew these fourteen locks on his head, now he's like, oh, I'm I'm really faithful. Of course, isn't everybody faithful when it when, penis, the, when the penis, penis stops working? Yes. So you just gotta go soft. 
for you to be like, oh, oh you know what? You're right. God. I really do love my wife. Yeah. Why? Why do we? We don't. Because you're now that. embarrassed to fuck 26 year olds. That's really what it is, Joe Budden. <laughs> Joe Budden, you know he be on a podcast talking about his pill. He was like sometimes. <laughs> sometimes he like to roll the dice and take the pill like early in the day and just see what happens and then he was like yeah you know what sometimes i just start out and then i'll take the pill right and then i'll just tell him like see how hard you got me <laughs> like wow they already into it when the pill kicks in. <laughs> oh i love that he doesn't pretend to have great sex i love that he knows that he's got mediocre old man sex with pills as an accessory but bitch, Rory and Maul came back. I haven't listened to that episode I, because I, I I am interested in listening to that episode. I want to know what and the you fuck. did not ask you like a week ago, right? Well, Sarita probably listened to I it. I mean, I don't care enough. Sarita, did you listen to it? Oh, God. Sarita's not going to listen to it. She's not going to do it. But it was so good because, I mean, just it was a parallel of today's episode of our friendship because the shit got wild with Joe, Rory, and Maul. But Joe's main issue when they really started yelling about it he was like on that episode they were yelling he was like fuck rory you my man and you sided with rory and mom was like hey shit you did some wild shit you did some wild shit it was wrong he was like but you you sided with rory you riding with him we live together we've been friends this long and i was like i'm joe button (laughs) no you definitely are you 100 he was so mad he couldn't even see how fucked up he was. It didn't Ma, matter. Ma was like, hey, me and you didn't have a problem until you told me this show was none of my business. You remember saying that to me? Do you think you should have said that to me? Yes. Joe is wild. Joe is wild. And so he said, oh, shit. Am he I was Ma? like, he I was don't like, like Ma. Am I Ma? You're, you're not Ma. I'm not anyone on this show. <laughs> <laughs> you're not anyone, I'm not anyone on this show. <laughs> <laughs> not anyone. <laughs> when, when Joe started yelling, I said, "This shit." I said, "Joe has been talking about all this other shit this whole time." You are definitely. Joe. But at the end of the day, he is screaming about, "I was your friend." <laughs> you said, "What is the fuck you call? What do you call it? What the fuck do you call it? Pick a side. This hoe is one hundred. Pick a team. That's it." Pick a team. <laughs> and I'll be like, what the fuck? What is the team? Bitch, what is the team? <laughs> that shit was so funny because Ma was like, mm-hmm. but again, me and you was good until you told me this show was none of my because Ma's whole thing. So the breakup was for those that don't listen, for the uninitiated okay. in this toxic ass podcast. All right. Joe, Rory, and Ma have built something great together for seven years. Has it been that long? Yes. And there were like other hosts and all that, but they found their groove together and the show was really great with the three of them. Like the three different dynamics, whatever. For the people that care about them. For the people care that care about, about them, them, it was really great. Okay. Uh-huh. They split up because Rory and Joe had a really nasty dynamic back and forth for a few episodes and it would make it difficult to listen to and it was nasty nasty it wasn't like they were beefing it was uh okay. it was not playful mm-hmm. it would just get like ooh, y'all need to talk about this like why are you on the show doing this because the one episode that got joe's attention was even though joe's joe never paid attention to the fact that it was bad before that and he said stuff too but there was this one episode 
where Joe was like, hey, hey, man, I don't like to get into it with my friends like that. Like, I don't want to throw hands with you or nothing. And then Rory said, like, well, what if we're not even friends? That hurt Joe's feelings. And so he texted Rory and was like, my nigga. hey, take a few pods off. And then he oh. hit Maul. And us, okay, so Rory was like, all right, you know, he's doing that. And then he hits Maul, like, hey, I told Rory to take a few pods off. Oh, no, Rory said, I'm sorry, Rory said, what's going on? And then instead of responding to him, Joe did the exclamation point on take a few pods off. So Rory Rory screenshots it and sends it to Maul, like, hey, like, this is what your man just said. And so Joe calls Maul, like, hey, Maul, I just told Rory, like, take a few pods off. And so Maul was like, is that what you said? You did? Oh, that's what happened? And so they talked face-to-face about it. And Maul was, they were about to record for that following Tuesday. And Maul was like, hey, like, why would you do that shit? We need to talk about that as a team, like, as a group. You and Tawu and Rory can work y'all shit out or whatever, but it impacts all three of us. So how do you just make that call to say Rory needs to take off? How, how do you tell that man not to come to work? And so Joe's response was, hey, nigga, what goes on with this podcast is none of your business. And so Maul goes, you know, well, fuck you. I'm out. I'm not doing it either. And so that's how they split. Wait, they, that's um, where they come and get me. Yep. Hey, yo, your, your, your friend Joe is out of fucking line. That's a wild nigga. He's a wild nigga for real. So then Maul leaves. They don't record together. Joe records and calls his two other friends. And that so Ish and Ice come and that they same do that. Day? Girl, I guess. Because the episode came out one time. So, and then Ish and Ice might have already been hanging out there. I don't really know. But those guys are there. Parks is the fourth. He's like the D mic on the show. And they record at his house. So he was already there. And he Parks' position was, um, I don't know. Joe is very mean. fucking wild. But also, you guys... Um, we're responsible for like 30 other people getting paid. So we have to keep recording the show. Parks is more neutral. Like there is, you know, the sound guy, the this guy, the that. They have to get paid still. So we need to keep going with the show. So Joe calls his other friends and Rory and Maul are like, you know, man, fuck this. And so Maul's disgusted. Maul's so upset. He unfollows Joe. And so, so Joe asked him when they were doing this in real time, Oh God. He gave them the floor. And so he was like, why'd you all follow me? He was like, because that shit you was doing was nasty, man. You just posted pictures of other niggas in me and Rory's chair. Like, I'm not watching that nasty shit. Come on, Ma. I don't, I don't care about you, Ma. But it also- made me really respect Ma because he, he did not back down to Joe. Like, Rory was kind of pandering a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I can tell Rory just like really missed he, Yeah, he wants to be in that spotlight. He wants to be close to Joe. But they had issues. But Maul was like, hey, nigga, I'm going to be real. You are hey, nigga. Because oh, he was like, hey, hey, all my niggas, I don't care how hard I fuck with you. I'm going to always be honest with you. I'm going to tell you when you're wrong. And you was wrong for telling Rory not to come to work. You was wrong for that. You should have never done that. It was crazy. And so that's where Joe couldn't even, like, use any of his um, excuses anymore. And he was like, you know what? We used to live together. <laughs> Fuck ah, fuck the fact. I saw you riding with Rory, and I'm like, oh, you riding with Rory now? <laughs> yeah, because that, let me tell you something. This whole right here would 100% be 
be on that track. Like, excuse me, no. This is what I'm upset about. <laughs> me. <laughs> this is what I'm upset about. Why are you talking about that other shit? I'm talking about this right here. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what I said 20 minutes ago. <laughs> that shit was so funny to me because it was so real and raw. He could not even control himself. He was, I can't believe you fucking riding with Rory out here. <laughs> and he was like, I'm not riding for Rory. I'm riding for the show. Our chemistry has been fucked up. And instead of fixing that, you put two other niggas on the show and put them in our chairs. I'm not fucking with that. You was wrong for that. Okay. <laughs> all right, mom. I might, I might be all right with you. Yeah, that's what I was telling Desi. I was like, I really fuck with mom. Because... He really, he stood up for himself and his principles. Mm. And that concludes our summary of the Joe Budden podcast beef. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Did you see that picture of Will Smith? Mm-mm. Will Smith posted a picture of himself and said, I'm out of shape. This is the, the most out of shape I've been. It didn't feel out of shape to me uh but uh i mean maybe for like a famous person mm-hmm. but um the only will smith picture i saw recently was the michael b jordan and Lori harvey because michael b jordan is will smith now but that's not bad it's not is he owning his dad bod? Yes. This is, this is the body that carried me through an entire pandemic. Oh, Will Smith is adorable. And countless days grazing through the pantry. He is adorable. I <laughs> love this body, but I want to feel better. No more midnight muffins. This is it. <laughs> He's adorable. I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. Teaming up with the YouTube with, with YouTube. To get my health and wellness back on track. Hope it works. I like his boy shorts. Oh, man. But this was the post. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm in the worst shape of my life. No, but you know the funniest part is that mm-hmm. people kept tagging Kevin on stage. Why are they doing him like that? People kept tagging. <laughs> people kept tagging Kevin on stage. Oh, wait. Oh, Could you hear us? Okay. We just realized the 10% um, battery thing has been on for a second. We were looking at Rui's phone. But okay. But yeah. what they doing at Kevin Stage? That Kevin Stage is like a member of our household, bitch. I can tell. Because you know what? Last time I was, uh, me and Mr. Al were talking, and he was saying some stuff, and I said, My husband does not tell her to call him Mr. Al. Oh, he definitely does. That's what I've decided I'm going to call him. And I love it. And I'm, I'm not calling that. I'm not going to. Oh, God. Please don't ruin this for me. <laughs> I never thought about that. Ew, stop it. Seriously. <laughs> Why did you do that? I'm sorry. I'm always not getting a new wig. Ew, another Michael Jackson. Is it gonna be Tito? No, bitch, we gotta retire Michael Jackson. I am exhausted with paying $30 every week for Michael Jackson. Corey hit me today and was like, hey, do you wanna come get your hair done or what? And I said, well. Did you forget? Yeah, because you know, I had already paid him for the hair and everything. He dyed it black like months ago. But when it started snowing, oh, you were I never rescheduled because okay. work. 
But I said work, Thursday. Work, 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 Oh yeah, okay. Um, podcast conclusion. Thank you all <laughs> for listening to our podcast today. This has been lovely. It's been almost two hours. Thank you, everyone, for continuing to listen to us. Look at the nice voice. I and fucking hate this shit. Yeah, working customer service and. This is my customer service voice, and I will do my best to keep this voice until one of you motherfuckers piss me off. You will not do your best to keep that voice. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Until someone makes me upset. Thank you, Sarita. Thank you, Sarita, for your patience. I'll talk to one of you motherfuckers like, this this bitch is trying me. I feel like she's trying me, and I don't know how to, I don't know what to do. Remember what I said about home training? I remember that I said it. What does that mean? When I made the comment about the people with the home training and how they treat us. Oh, please, please. Guys, what is the golden rule? Treat others the way you want to be treated? Because I swear to God, if I could show up at some of you motherfuckers' jobs, I would proofread out loud. Not even at your jobs. Honestly. I'm coming to your job. Honestly. I'm giving my feedback. If I could just really give you the energy that you give me bitch and what you don't understand is that it's already in me to give it's already right there her very close friends get it a lot i make an effort to be polite to the motherfucking public y'all don't know i make a I make a real effort especially when y'all talk to me crazy like, oh have to, Boomy's so sweet i have Who's to look so around, sweet? i have to look around the room like ah who, who, <laughs> who i don't know who they're talking to huh? Y'all don't even know I'm the nice one. And bitch, I be losing customers when I respond to my DMs. She, she's not lying, guys. <laughs> she's not lying. <laughs> I told y'all I was raised by Africans. <laughs> nice doesn't mean anything to anyone. <laughs> Good night, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Serena. Bye, Serena. Bye. This is the Beads and Butter Podcast. Listen on iTunes. SoundCloud, and Spotify. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.